Welcome back to the Lab Green team. We are back for another week of NFL football. Last week, not too hot. We went eight and ten. That's all right. We took uh, we took some chances last week, and I think if you're looking at a unit wise, we made out okay. Four and survivors still, guys. Nobody got knocked out again last week. Congratulations to you guys. Brandon R78 is still leading the weekly pickums, but they're, we're starting to catch up to him. He's got a, he's one game ahead now. So Brandon, make sure you keep that up, man. Um, news and updates for this week, guys. There's a lot of people that laid on the IR. We'll hit it real quick. Justin Jefferson, Devon A. Chan. Um, I, we've seen a lot of injuries this fantasy season. Um, what are you? What are your guys' like initial thoughts on all of it? Jefferson injury. I mean, that stick a fork in Minnesota, right? Just about. Yeah, I I faced the the bad end of that uh, the IR list. I think I have three out of my top four picks are all in the IR this week. Um, Justin Jefferson, James Conner, and Amon Ra is at the moment, but I think he'll be off. Actually, I don't think he's on IR yet, but. He should be. He has that stupid freaking ankle. They should just rest him for a couple weeks. But, um, yeah, I my fantasy team last week took a big hit, all three of them. Looks like I'm going to take a big hit uh, again this week. Um, yeah, not great. And I don't really know what the issue is. Uh, it seems like a lot of hamstrings. I know uh, Mike Evans also had a hamstring. Um, a couple other guys with the hamstrings. Um, that seems more like the thing you can avoid. You can't ever avoid the concussions. You can't ever – um, really avoid the the ankles or the shoulders. It's, it's football that happens. But the hamstring, like that's just a muscle thing. Like, I don't know. I feel like we're seeing way too many hamstring injuries this year. And I think I would think that would be the most avoidable injury of, of them all. So it's a little frustrating for me. Yeah. Yeah. My biggest concern with Jefferson is what happens uh, after the four week IR stint. Um, I've heard rumblings about trade rumors in Minnesota, not necessarily for Jefferson, but for Kirk Cousins, which could upset Jefferson, um, could keep him out if he's not fully healthy and the team loses the next four games or three of the next four. Does he play? So I actually had a buddy text me today. Do I trade Justin Jefferson in fantasy? I think he's doing it for AJ Brown, um, which I don't hate. He said he needs to win now. So uh, I said, yeah, I'd pull the trigger on that. Don't wait around for Jefferson. But, yeah, curious to see how Minnesota does in the next few weeks and what Jefferson's uh, – what his, uh, I guess, next steps after IR are going to be. Yeah, totally agree. And, guys, if you want more content, we can only cover so much in this video. Make sure you guys head over to bettergreen.com. We have more reaction articles, fantasy football stuff, everything that you guys could possibly want as a sports fan over at Better Green. We also got T-shirts. Got some koozies. Head over there, guys. Head over there, get some stuff. Priced absolutely so anybody can get pretty much whatever they want. Hoodies, t-shirts, koozies. Free uh, fantasy draft guide now, so you can check it out for next year. But we ready to talk some football? Let's do it. Yes, sir. All right. The Denver Broncos head to Kansas City to face the Chiefs. Chiefs are 10.5-point favorites. Over-under set at 47.5. Guys, I never take the opening game. I'm going to take it this week. I'm going to really? take it this week. Okay. If you threw it to me, I was going to throw it right back. So I'm, <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> Ethan, you might remember there. this game at Arrowhead last year was important to me. Do you remember why? Were you there? I was there. I was at this game. I talked a lot of shit the entire year leading up to it. And surprise, surprise, both games against Denver were close last year. It's going to be close again this year, guys. It's going to be close again, 10 and a half. You see all the Chiefs stuff behind me. I'm going with the Broncos. The Broncos, they 
at this point in the season, they know they're probably not making the playoffs. Definitely not Super Bowl contenders. This is their Super Bowl. They can beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead. They're going to do it. All the I forget which offensive lineman he was saying that he's just so sick of losing to Kansas City. He's tired of it. Frank Clark revenge tour. Frank Clark's over there in Denver. Uh, he's going to be trying to get after Mahomes and Juwan Taylor. Let's see if he either uh, gets flagged for a penalty or gets beat by Clark. We'll see what happens this week. Um, I like I like the Broncos, and I hate it, hate it, hate it. I think Broncos are terrible, not even in the same category as the Chiefs, but they're going to keep it un- unbelievably close, and it's going to be ugly. Yeah, not my uh, not my favorite game. Um, we have a couple different double digit spreads this week, which I al- always don't love uh, to take. But uh, I love the under in this game. It's sitting at forty seven and a half. I will be playing the under in yeah. that. Um, Kansas City's defense is, you know, they're solid. Uh, Denver, I don't trust their offense. I know Denver has a, a piss poor defense, but um, I think it's gonna be a lower scoring game. So I really like the under forty seven and a half. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna go Denver at plus ten and a half. Um, I think this game ultimately ends up like a seven, eight point Kansas City win, somewhere along the lines of 24-17 type of game. So I'm gonna take Denver. It's just too many points. I know Kansas City is great. I know Denver's defense is ass, but. Ten and a half is a lot for me in a conference or in a divisional game. So I'll take the Denver there and the under as well. On a short week too. Right. Full agreeance to start off the show. Uh, I like right. Denver as well. Yeah, very. I like Denver. I like the under. Uh, like you, Wyatt, the under is my favorite play in this game. Just to lean on Denver. However, I just don't know if I can play either one of these. Denver is the worst defense in the NFL. I've played a couple unders with Kansas City this year, and it's just – the risk is not worth the reward. It just takes years off my life watching that <laughs> offense march up and down the field and uh, basically score at whenever they want to. Um, but I, I think Kansas City kind of comes out and lays an egg in this game. Just a feeling I have. Um, this is their first of three straight divisional games. It's actually Denver, L.A., and Denver again. Denver, yeah. Kind of weird. Um and then Denver, I mean, they're off that loss to the Jets. I think that was a huge game for the Jets more than it was for Denver. I think Denver was probably more concerned about this game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Denver's just – its they're a tough team to bet in any way, shape, or form on any – even if you're not betting on them, just the games that they're involved in are tough to bet. So, yeah, I don't love this game whatsoever, um, but I would lean Denver plus the points. I think it's just too many. I think Kansas City probably thinks they can just get in get out with a win. Over under one and a half people commenting on the graphic. These guys are idiots. They all picked Denver to beat the Chiefs. <laughs> Not understanding that it's with spreads. Yeah. Uh, I'll go over, over. one yeah. and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fly it's got to be. <laughs> the Ravens headed to Tennessee to face the Titans. Titans are four and a half point home dogs. Over under sit at 40 and a half. Ethan, how are you feeling about this game, man? Don't love this one either. Really don't. Um, Baltimore off the loss at Pittsburgh. As mentioned in the last few shows, Baltimore was uh, played their divisional road opponents, three of their last four, won the first two against Cleveland since he ended up losing at Pittsburgh. Just thought it was a bad spot. I liked Pittsburgh last week. Um, and then they have Detroit on deck, who for once, uh, probably in my lifetime, is kind of a look-ahead spot. Uh, Tennessee, on the other hand, lost at Indy. They have their bye. Um, this game is in London, so travel for both teams. Um, 
I don't. I think Baltimore's ultimately the better team. I think they're kind of underachieved so far this year. I do actually like Baltimore quite a bit in the AFC. Um, but my lean's Tennessee, just with the the four and a half. I just think it's a touch too many. Again, don't love this game. It's another standalone, so I I will want to bet it. I don't know if I will. Um, I'll lean under because it's another London game. But yeah, I, I really this game's a uh, pretty gross from a betting uh, as, aspect, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm going to agree again. I'm going to go Tennessee in this one. Um, love the under as well. Uh, I think this ultimately ends up being a, a three, two, four-point game, but you can get them at plus four and a half. At least that's what I'm seeing at the moment. So like Tennessee on this one. Um, also like the under a lot. Um, it's just it's not going to be a high-scoring game. Baltimore doesn't love to score. Tennessee doesn't love to score either. I can see both teams scoring in the teens in this one. But four and a half, it's a weird number. Um, I'm going to take them at uh, Titans at plus four and a half on this one. Well, guys, it doesn't really matter what I like. Someone has to stop the kumbaya stuff at some point. Um, also, I've said it on the show a couple of times. I work at a nursing home. If you mess up old people's sleep schedule, it, it can really mess them up. And Derek Henry, <laughs> I think he's going to be a little sleepy going into it, maybe a little cranky. Maybe those ankles are a little stiff. This Baltimore defense is pretty good. They're, they're I believe, top three. They might even be second in the league in points allowed per game. I think they're only allowing 15 points, if I remember that correctly. Um, I'm going to take the Ravens, just better team, and I get to fade the Titans. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember, too. One team, I think Baltimore traveled early, and Tennessee is going late. I think Baltimore went over on Tuesday. Baltimore's okay. not going, or Tennessee's not going until tomorrow or Thursday today. Um, so I don't know if that plays into anything, but just kind of interesting. We'll see. Age should probably play into it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> the commanders head to Atlanta to face the Falcons. Falcons are two and a half point favorites over under set at 42 and a half. Wyatt, Washington commanders just got trashed by the Bears. What the hell are we doing with this? I have no idea. Um, disgusting game. Commanders just got, like you said, embarrassed on Thursday night. I was pretty high on the Commanders uh, last week. Me too. Can't can't get them again this this soon. So just out of so- solidarity, I'm going to stay away from them. I'm going to take Atlanta. I'll take them at minus two and a half. I don't love it, but I just can't be back on the Commanders this soon. I don't know how Atlanta has three wins, to be honest. They are not a good team. They just squeak no. by teams. This is a team that they're going to squeak by. Um, I'm worried that's going to be like a one-point, two-point game, and we're going to get screwed by the hook here. So if for the graphic, I'll take Atlanta on the spread. But if you just want to bet this game, just take the – if you either take Atlanta on the money line or just take Washington plus three. Um, don't mess around with the two-and-a-half. Um, but I'll take Atlanta uh, minus two-and-a-half here over under – I mean, it's got to be under, you would think, if two yeah. not very great offenses. So don't love the total in this game um, just because Washington allowed 700 yards to Chicago last week. But, um, yeah, I'll lean the under, but I'll go with uh, the Falcons plus, or minus two and a half. Yeah, I like Washington in this spot, actually. I think Washington wins this game outright, so I'll gladly take two and a half points. I um, think Washington couldn't have looked any worse on national TV think they were embarrassed losing well i'd be embarrassed losing to the bears i'm sure they were uh drake not only that getting yeah (laughs) getting blown out by the bears and allowing 40 points to the bears yeah i think washington comes back with a better effort here um 
think Atlanta, Houston was kind of uh, not a public team, but they were kind of rolling a little bit uh, before Atlanta stopped them. So I think Atlanta's probably feeling pretty good about where they're at. Uh, like you said, why just kind of squeaking by teams, but three and two record. Yeah, I just kind of like the spot for Washington here. So I will take Washington plus two and a half. I'm going to go over 42 and a half as well. Um, my initial lean was also on the under here, but I don't know. I just get the feeling Ritter looked pretty good last week. Um, I think Atlanta can put up enough points to get this one over. And again, I think Washington wins. So I think Washington's going to put up uh, probably mid to high 20s and then Atlanta takes care of the rest. So lean Washington, lean over. Probably won't bet this game, but also 85% of the money on Atlanta. So, Ooh. If you would have told me there was a half game of the entire season that me and Wyatt would be on Atlanta and Ethan would not be, I would have taken the under. This is insane. Yeah, I was I was big on Houston. Big on Houston last week. Um, Atlanta came out and won. I think this is just going to be an ugly game. I think this was in uh, in the running for puke in your mouth game of the week. Um, if you could find like a over 50 and a half rushing attempts prop out there, I would take that because that's all these two teams are going to do. Brian Robinson and uh, Bijan just pounding the hell out of the ball this entire game. Uh, give me the Falcons. Yeah, can you take a uh, prop bet on B. Robinson to score anytime at some decent odds, whether it be yeah. Bijan or Brian? <laughs> yeah. <B>. yeah. <laughs> or what What about you uh, make a parlay out of that? Do them both. The B. Rob yeah, parlay. Yeah, the B. Rob parlay. Ah, that could be, that could be advertising. <laughs> we might find that on DK. That might be one of their uh, promoted ones. 5,000 people have yeah. taken this already. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too bitter because I had DJ Moore first touchdown over in the Bears game. Bears to cover. Brian Robinson anytime. Only lag that didn't hit 65 to 1. Ah, what was me? That is so brutal. Yeah. <laughs> but he had six carries, so, I mean, he was close. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Panthers head to Miami to face the Dolphins. Dolphins are 13 and a half point favorites. Over-under set at 48 and a half. Ethan, huge spread. Love this game. You know where mm-hmm. I'm going. Mm-hmm. Love Carolina. Love Carolina. <laughs> One of my favorite bets on the card this week. <laughs> there he goes. Ben, your appointment's not for another half hour. Sit back down. <laughs> Ethan. Oh, my God. Love Carolina. Absolutely cool. love it. First of all, Miami 94% of the bet. Don't want a piece of Miami. Uh, second off, Miami at Philly, Sunday night football on deck. Bad spot. Um, just got their get right game against the Giants. Uh, this game means nothing to them. It's NFC versus AFC. Uh, if you're going to lose, which they're not going to lose, but if you're going to, these are the, the best games to lose as far as playoff seating goes. Um, yeah, I don't think Miami cares whatsoever. I think they have one foot out the door already looking towards Philly in primetime. Uh, Carolina, I mean, Detroit handled them with ease, but they did move the football all right. Um, they did put up 24 points. A lot of that was kind of late when Detroit already had that game pretty much put away. But, uh, yeah, I believe Carolina can score on Miami's defense. Miami's defense, in my opinion, not as good as Detroit's. Um, I think they'll be able to establish a run game, kind of keep Miami off the field here. I think 13 and a half is just too many points. I'm sure this goes to 14, so I'm waiting to bet it myself. But, yeah, 14, I mean, that's going to be a huge play for me probably. Um, and I like the over, too. I mean, 
they're going to struggle to stop Miami from scoring some points. Um, obviously, Miami's going to get theirs. Like I said, Carolina 24 last week against a pretty good Detroit defense. So, yeah, I like the over in this game. Love Carolina. Hmm. Tough game, ugly game. Uh, I was really high on the Giants last week, as you guys are well aware. I took them at a very high number against Miami as well. Did not win, but very well could have won. Um, <laughs> Good try. I'm going to go. I'm going to wait as well because this line's going to keep moving, but I'm also taking the Panthers at – I mean, I'll take them plus 13 and a half. I don't like Miami, and Miami, they remind me of – I mean, they just don't play defense, and any team can compete with them. Um, Tua's fine, but we're at, we're without um, A-Shane this week. Uh, Most Sturt is fine, but he's not he's not um, A-Shane or whatever his name is. Carolina's not great, I know, but they're not terrible. They're not they're not zero and five worthy in my mind. Like, there's worse teams in the NFL right now than the Panthers. So. I think the Panthers can stick around. I actually love this under. It's at 48 and a half. For whatever reason, I have the score of like 13 to 27 stuck in my head. But And I know what you're saying. That doesn't cover the 13 and a half. But this game's going to get to 14 and a half come kickoff. Um, so I'll take, for the sake of the graphic, I'll take 13 and a half. But I can't see this game going over 48 and a half. I just, I think Miami's going to score in the mid-20s. Carolina's going to score in the teens. Um, they should cover two touchdowns in this. So. It's ugly. It's gross. I'm going to fall for it again. But um, again, there's a lot of huge double digit spreads this week. And I just I have a really hard time taking double digit favorites in the NFL. So more times than not, I'm going to take the underdog when it comes to double digit spreads. Wyatt, 27-13 does cover if Carolina has the 27. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is my math wrong? Mm-hmm. I've got that 14. But yes, you're right. That's They win by 14. They <laughs> win. Reverse line. Guys, it's the Dolphins, man. It's the Dolphins. It's going to be. It has to be the Dolphins. Carolina got, is terrible, dude. Bryce Young also, is terrible. They also got wrecked by the Bills, who the Bills are a very beatable team we've all seen. So, I don't know. I don't, you're I don't, comparing I don't, the Bills to the Panthers, though. I'm just comparing bad defense to a team that can score. I don't I know. I, I don't, is, is this I, Carolina have a great defense? No, but Miami's just terrible, and Carolina can score. I don't, can they, though? I feel like they've scored a couple of touchdowns every week. Might have been one in there that they only scored, like, six points, but I don't I only know. scored 10 week one against Atlanta, and then 24 against Detroit. Don't know anything else, but I like them. I'm, I'm rolling with Miami again. I'm, rolling, I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> Over on like over under? No, I'm gonna go under because the Panthers aren't gonna score. <laughs> like 48 that. and a half. It'll be 46 to zero. <laughs> the Vikings out of Chicago to face the Bears. Bears are two and a half point home dogs. Over under set at 44 and a half. Um, guys, give me the Vikings. The Vikings have they're due for a win. I mean. Do is kind of like in parentheses. Their only win so far has been against the Panthers. Um, Bears coming off a huge win, so this is a great letdown spot for them. Ethan, I know you're kind of you agree with kind of the wave of betting that you're in on teams and then out on them the next week. That's kind of exactly where I see this. 
in Chicago too. I think that's going to have a lot of people leading the bears way. And they're seeing that the Vikings haven't been great themselves. Uh, I've taken the Vikings, even with Jefferson being out, I think that's going to scare a lot of people off too. So give me Minnesota. Ethan, what do you think? Completely agree with what you said. Uh, yeah. Like I mentioned with Washington, they couldn't have looked worse. Chicago couldn't have looked better. Uh, everyone's like, Oh, Chicago's back. This is the team we've all been waiting for. No, Washington just sucks. They were in a terrible spot. Um, so yeah, I think Chicago's way, way, way overpriced here, even though Minnesota sucks this year. But yeah, with the Jefferson injury, with how good Chicago looked, Minnesota didn't look bad against Kansas City, but didn't win, didn't cover. So um, yeah, I just think everyone's kind of high on Chicago for no reason. Love Minnesota. I think they get the outright win. Um, injured player theory, I usually like to play it for quarterbacks, but I think Jefferson is, uh, it probably goes for him too. I think the other players step up with his absence. I mean, he's a superstar in this league. So, yeah, I think Minnesota comes out with a big effort. I see this similar to Green Bay, Chicago week one, where Green Bay kind of blew them out of the water. Um, yeah, I like Minnesota to roll in this game. I think two and a half is way too low. So I'll take Minnesota um, and I'll take the over. I think Minnesota puts up probably 30 some odd points themselves. Uh, Chicago at that point would need, what, two touchdowns. So, yeah, love the over actually quite a bit and love Minnesota. I like that. Uh, might be my favorite bet of the weekend here. Um might be my favorite bet and i love uh, it we were talking a little bit about pre-show um talking about justin jefferson um or no that was on the show um justin jefferson on ir uh talks of you know maybe him getting traded talks of kirk cousins getting traded obviously their coach is under some heat i think with a chicago 20 point win in this game a lot of murmurs are going to start coming with kirk cousins getting gone coach getting fired jj going to different teams this is this is a catalyst of it all so give me Chicago plus two and a half. Um, I think they they could could win by 20 plus points in this game. One of my favorite bets, actually. I know it's square. I know it's square to take the team at home who just destroyed the commanders last week against a team without Justin Jefferson, who is by far their best player, maybe even the best player in the league. But Chicago's got it rolling right now, and I know they lost to Denver two weeks ago. They should have won that game. DJ Moore is finally looking like a receiver you can start in fantasy. Um, Justin Fields has been, I think, the leading quarterback last two weeks. Um I know they play two terrible teams, but they're clicking. They're at home. We all know the Bears fan base is, is almost as dumb as a Lions fan base believe in absolute nonsense. So <laughs> I think they rally behind it. So I love Chicago in this. Um, again, I might take an adjusted spread here with Chicago. Uh, love the over as well. Um, Chicago's been putting up some massive points. Obviously, both defenses are trash. Minnesota can score. We'll be starting KJ Osborne in fantasy. I think he's going to go off in this game. Um, but love Chicago. Love Chicago. Wyatt, you're I'm glad because I'm starting to see this card again. I'm like, oh, I love that, love that, love that. So I need to be talked off a few plays. So <laughs> I think I needed that. Thank you. <laughs> the Seahawks had to Cincinnati face the Bengals. Bengals are three-point home favorites over under set at 45. Wyatt, which way are you going? Don't love this one nearly as much as the last one. Um <laughs> Do we do we trust Cincinnati after one good game against one of the worst teams in the NFL? That's the question of the century here. Um, I think T. Higgins is back. I'm not sure yet. Um, but it's hard for me to trust them. And they're playing a very good Seattle team. Seattle's coming off a bye, I believe. Um, Seattle's sitting at three and one. It, they give every team fits. Um, it's a weird game. I... I know if I take Seattle, Cincinnati is going to spank them. I know if I take Cincinnati, it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a close game. So I'm going to take 
I'm going to take Seattle plus the points here. I don't love it. I'm, I'm very afraid that Cincinnati is going to keep rolling, but I also can't trust Cincinnati. So I think it's going to be a close game. I'll, I'll take the plus three. Hopefully it can be a – I think Cincinnati mm-hmm. probably wins it, but hopefully Seattle can keep that within three points. Over, under, I'll go over. Yeah, this game's tough, but I think I like Seattle plus three quite a bit. I think the line is basically – the odds maker said it where people want Cincinnati to be, not where Cincinnati is as a team right now. Ben, you said it perfectly. We can't really trust them after a good win over a terrible team. Um, so, yeah, I just think Seattle feels square, but I feel like a lot of people are going to be on Cincinnati this week um, just because they want Cincinnati to be good. They think Cincinnati should be good, and I just don't think Cincinnati is very good. So, yeah, I think Seattle's ultimately – way better i think plus three is probably a gift coming off the buy since he does have their buy on deck which i need to dig deeper into that i don't know which one if any are an advantage coming off the buy or going into it um maybe i'll figure that out for next week but yeah i just think seattle's the better team getting points more time to prepare um yeah i like seattle quite a bit over under it's priced right about where i would put it to so no strong lean um i guess over a lot of playmakers on both sides of the or on both offenses. Totally agree, man. Totally agree. Seahawks have one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and they're also coming off one of the first double buys. Remember last time we saw them play, and they had a 10 sack game against the Giants. So, <laughs> I mean, they've had plenty of time to prepare for this. Bengals, I lo- that quote is one of my favorite quotes, probably going to be of the whole year, Ethan. They're pricing them where the public wants them to be, not where they're at. We have not seen anything close to this. Let's move on to the 49ers versus the Browns. Browns are seven-point home dogs. Over-under sit at 37.5. I believe this is the lowest over-under. Guys, it looks like Deshaun Watson's still not practicing. Ethan, I'm taking the 49ers. Are you with me? I love the Browns, but I'm scared. (sighs) Give me Deshaun Watson. Browns might win outright. But. DTR, I backed him two weeks ago. Not sure if I can get behind him again. Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on here. Browns are off their bye. Had two weeks to prepare for this. San Fran had that huge matchup with Dallas that I think they put a lot of effort into. Primetime, two of the top three NFC teams there. Um, And now they have to travel cross-country over to Cleveland. Again, AFC-NFC, not a huge game. If they lose it, whatever. Cleveland's defense, I get, I mean, obviously San Francisco's defense is maybe number one, you would think, at least most people think that, which, I mean, on paper or uh, when you're watching it, it does seem like they're number one, but statistically, it's actually Cleveland. Um, Got a few defensive stats for Cleveland here. Points per game, second, yards per game, first, yards per play, first, third down defense, first, Um, opponent time of possession, first. They only allowed 25 minutes uh, for the other team to have the ball. Run defense fourth, pass defense first, special teams defense third, which is like allowing field goals. Um, So, I mean, just basically top of the list for all key defensive statistics. Um, Again, I mean, San Fran's defense is good too, but I just think they couldn't look any better. Um, I just think Cleveland's defense keeps them in this. The total is low for a reason. I think it stays under that total. So seven points is just a lot if you're only putting up you know, 37 points max, in my opinion. So, yeah, I really like Cleveland quite a bit. I think the spot favors them. I think their defense keeps them in the game. 
DTR scares me though. That is my one caveat here. That's the reason I have not placed the bet. But if Watson plays, this probably goes back to five and a half. So I don't really know what I'm going to do with this. I don't know if I want to bet it now and hope uh, Watson plays. If DTR plays, this might go to eight, eight and a half. Not really sure, but I do like Cleveland. Again, if Watson plays, I think they win this game outright. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't even know where to begin with this game. No idea. Um, obviously, very obvious to take San Fran. I understand that. Over-unders at 37 and a half. This is just the grossest game, in my opinion, just because I, I literally don't know. I might just have to take the old coin and flip it and see what happens. But I, I just... <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I like uh, it real quick. Yeah. Just to help you out. So both defenses are good, right? Yep. Okay. Now, if I had a, if you had to pick an offense, would you rather have Ayuk, Debo, Kittle, or Elijah Moore, uh, half-injured Amari Cooper, and Jerome Ford? Oh, and Christian McCaffrey also on the Niners. I, I know the rosters. I know the ro- there, rosters. There's a clear well. advantage, man. There's a clear advantage. I just, I just spread the great equalizer. The spread is a great. If e- it I was just... 14, <laughs> Browns money line you know locking in. Yeah, give me, give me Cleveland. You convinced me on Cleveland. Um, <laughs> I'll take Cleveland plus the points. Uh, if it's minus seven right now, again, I hope that's getting up to eight and a half. Give me the over. Give me the over. Twenty. We'll go twenty-eight. Well, that doesn't work with my spread here. Um, just give me the over. Give me the over 37 and a half. I'm a sucker for a total in the 30s. Give me Cleveland on whatever spread you got them at. I hate it, but I, I I can't do it. I can't as a better take San Fran this game. Unless they're like minus 24, I'd probably take San Fran, but <laughs> I can't do it. So give me That's, Cleveland. You know, that sounds right. Ethan, you, you're saying Brown's money line. You wanna, do you want to do a bet on this one? We'll do spread, not money line. Okay. I'll do spread if DTR plays. If Watson plays, I'll I'll take you on the money line. I will do spread for both of them. Okay. I'll take it. Okay. All right. Lock Love it Cleveland. in. Love Cleveland. Also, uh San Fran is at Minnesota Monday night football on deck. So another primetime game. Another one they're gonna want to show out for. I love Cleveland. I just need some quarterback news. I'm going to puke in my mouth. I got to keep going. The, the Colts are going to Jacksonville to face the Jaguars. Jaguars are four-point favorites. Over-under set at 45 and a half. Um, th- I hate this division. I hate this division. Wyatt, what do you think? I have Jags to win the division. They need to win this divisional game. Uh, I'm pretty sure AR-15 is going to be out. Looks like he hurt his shoulder pretty bad. I don't know if that's confirmed, but he was limping like he separated that thing or dislocated it, and that's never a good thing. Looked like. Was it his throwing arm? It doesn't matter. It's still going to hurt. Um, yeah. I got to take Jacksonville here. I know it's it's kind of obvious. I know in the Colts play teams co- close, but I just I have them to win the division. I got to take them on the spread. Over, under, I'll go under in this game. Gardner Minshew revenge game, though. Don't forget it. Is it, though? That guy's it been is. on like 30 teams in last time he <laughs> played for the Jags. The whole team's a revenge game for him. Or the whole league is, yeah. Uh, yeah, this game, I loved Cleveland. I love this one even more. I love Indy. think they went out right. Um, I actually bet this. I tweeted out. It was probably close to 10 days ago now. Uh, I bet Indy plus five and a half last week. Um, 
had a good feeling Jackson. Well, Jacksonville was my big play this past weekend. Uh, I had a feeling they were going to win that one outright. Thought um, I was maybe getting some decent, uh, a decent number with five and a half. Just with the spot Jacksonville's coming off of, coming back from two weeks stay in London. Not only that, they have to turn around after this game play on Thursday night football. So, yeah, I really hate the spot for Jacksonville. Um, I love that Gardner Minshew's in. I bet this game when I thought it was going to be Richardson. Love that it's Minshew. Um, ben, I'll agree with the Minshew revenge game. Not only that, it's a Indianapolis revenge game. These guys played week one. They're already playing again. Jacksonville got the outright win. Yeah. So, yeah, I think great spot for Indy. I think they win this one outright. Um, yeah, plus four, I'll still take it. Like I said, I already have the plus five and a half. That is my, well, until my big, big, big bet that I've told you guys about. This was my big bet of the week. Um, still will be my second biggest bet of the week. Love Indy. Like the under 45 and a half. I don't think Jacksonville uh, puts it together offensively. I think they come out flat. Um, and Indy doesn't put up points in bunches. So, yeah, I like the under quite a bit too. But Indy plus four, money line, love it all. Ethan, damn you. You just talked me onto the Colts. You just completely swayed me. I was on the Jags with you, too. Jags coming off a big uh, win over the Bills, too. A big game. That's a big win. Feeling good about themselves. They are. So they're coming back, and they're at home. Uh, You know, creature comforts again. Dang, Ethan. Yeah, I'm on the Colts, too. I really want to be on the Jags. That that comes back to bite me. I I mean, I've got no one to blame for myself, but your logic just makes too much sense. (laughs) Bad spot. (laughs) The Saints head down to Houston to face Texans. Texans are one-point home dogs. Over-under set at 42. Ethan, what are you thinking, man? Oh, man. This game. I actually like I like New Orleans. I'm going to say it again. We've said every episode since Ben brought it to my attention. New Orleans is just so mid. It's just so hard to get a read on this team. But, yeah, I just... I think people still like Houston. I I mean, I kind of like Houston too, but I don't know. I just – I think New Orleans is just sneaky, kind of like Atlanta. Just pulls out wins that you don't really expect. I was on New England against New Orleans last week. Wasn't even close, 34 to nothing, um, which was a big shocker to me. But I didn't even know New Orleans had it in them Huge. to put up 34 points in a game. Uh, apparently they do. Yeah, I just like – I think New Orleans wins this game. I'm going to take the under 42.5 because I believe last week was 11 straight unders in Saints games. Um, so I'm not going to step in front of that trend, although that's due to end here anytime. Um, yeah, not probably going to have a bet in this game. If I do, it will be New Orleans money line, but just kind of the lean right now. 65% on Houston, nothing crazy. Um, yeah, tough game. Yeah, I'll happily take the Saints in this one. Uh, I was on Houston last week. I got them at plus two and a half, one by the hook. It was a nice little win, but I can't keep betting this Houston team. I know they have, you know, they're looking better than expected, but still Houston. It's still CJ Stroud. They're still not great. So I'll take the Saints happily. I'll probably just money line it, to be honest. I'm not, I don't mess around with minus one spreads, but um, I'll take, I'll take the Saints happily in this one. Kind of decently confident about it. So I like that. Also on the under train, not very powerful offenses on either team. So, under and the Saints. Under two. Also taking the Saints. My only concern, Ethan, is that we just saw that huge win against the um, the blowout win against the Patriots in New England. You know what the most mid thing would be? Coming back and losing big to the Texans. Yeah. <laughs> Got right to even it up. to the midline. 
And that's exactly where we're at right now. So that makes me nervous. It's like, oh, sorry, did we hurt you too bad? Okay, you punch me in the face now. <laughs> and that's that's where we're at. Yeah. The Patriots head down to Las Vegas to face the Raiders. Raiders are three-point favorites over under set at 41 and a half. Guys, what do we do here? Patriots coming off this getting whooped at home. Back to back whoopings, back to back 30 point losses. Raiders just beat Green Bay, which surprised us. I mean, we have to go the Raiders, right? Right, Ethan? Yeah. I mean, this is the puke in the mouth game of the week. Any game New England is in is going to be pretty disgusting. Three total points in the last two weeks. Um, their defense is struggling now that they've lost Judon and Christian Gonzalez. Yeah, this team is just, they look horrible. There's no way I could back New England again. I did it last week. Um, I did too. Yeah, Same. I'm not back in New England again. I thought Bill Belichick would come out with some fire. Uh, yeah, zero points. So He's gone. Yeah, I think. Vegas is the only way you can play this game, but it's disgusting. I don't like Vegas either. Uh, they looked okay against Green Bay, but Green Bay doesn't look very good. Uh, not nearly as good as I thought they would look this year. So, yeah, just don't like this game. New England also has Buffalo and Miami on deck, two divisional games. Not that they have any spot to be looking ahead. Um, yeah, those games, I'll actually probably, eh, New England probably covers against Buffalo. But, yeah, just gross. Not going to play this game. Lean Las Vegas minus three. Lean under 41 and a half because the Patriots can't score points, which probably means that's going over. Give me the over instead. <laughs> <laughs> is is Bill just going to keep rolling with Mac Jones? Is that just – he's just tired and that's what he's doing? The dude has like, what, 15 picks? The dude's terrible. Well, he's benched him now twice in the last two games. But, I heard every day he wakes up and hopes he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, wasn't correct me if I'm wrong. I think going into week one, Mac Jones was the only quarterback on the roster. I know Zappy's been moved up from the practice right. squad now. I just yeah. don't know why they sold everyone, and they had decent backups to keep Mac Jones, who, yeah, in no world is a reliable quarterback. Right. So. I don't get it. I think Belichick's done with it, or he's seeing he's obviously the best coach ever. He's either seeing something we're not seeing or or I don't know, but I can't take them. Give me the Raiders that they are in Las Vegas. They I think they've covered almost every single game. So give me the Raiders at minus three. I don't love it, but I I, I can't keep taking these Patriots. I, I can't keep doing it. So over under I I have the under written down, but you know what? Let's just do the over because it makes no sense and roll with it, but I I can't back Tubby Mac Jones ever again. So <laughs> give me the Raiders. I hear they're calling Mac Jones the uh, Daniel Jones of the AFC now. <laughs> Worse. Is that right? <laughs> Except he's not mobile. Yeah. yeah. That is very mean to Daniel Jones. <laughs> <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals head to Los Angeles to face the Rams. Rams are seven-point favorites. Over-under is set at 48 and a half. Wyatt, what are you thinking, man? NFC West matchup. Give me Cardinals plus seven without James Conner. I love it. Uh, give me the under. Under 48 and a half. Why the hell is the over-under that high? It makes zero That's sense. A divisional high. game. 
I know the Rams can score. Rams have a solid defense. Cardinals can't really score. Cardinals defense is trash. I get it, but that's way too high for a divisional game. Way too high. This should be 42 and a half, 43 max. Give me the Cardinals at plus seven. I think it's going to be very low scoring. Love the under a lot. Might be a two, three unit play for me, honestly. Um, and I'll take the Cardinals on the spread. Yeah, I feel like I've really liked Rams games this year. I feel like I've been pretty confident in the Rams. Um, not this one. Don't love anything. Going to lean the Rams minus seven. Um, kind of goes against the way I typically like to bet the NFL, but just have a feeling. Um, Cooper Cup looked good in his return. I think he only gets better. Nakua still looks great, even though I thought he was going to fall off. He hasn't at all. Uh, still have a lot of trust in Stafford. I think Arizona is finally coming back down to earth to where we all thought they would be. So still think this is somewhat of a generous line on the Rams. Don't know the exact record, but I do know the Rams have completely owned Arizona uh, in recent years. Um, and then Arizona has another divisional game after this. Not that it really matters, but um, the Rams have Pittsburgh. Again, AFC-NFC matchup. They don't care at all about, I mean, to an extent, don't care about that game. Uh, no clue what to do with the over-under either. It is super high. I would probably lean under as well. I think this is like 27-17 Rams at the end of the day. Um, but, yeah, I don't love this game whatsoever. Can I change mine? I don't yeah. like the Cardinals anymore. I'm done with the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Rams like 24-3. to Makes I love the under even more, though. I don't want the Cardinals. I realize I was thinking about it. I don't want them. I don't want that team anymore. Sell them. I'm, I'm, I'm glad them. you did. Yeah, I'm on the Cardinals. Or, <laughs> I'm on the Rams. Too. Oh no, no, no! You're no changing. <laughs> oh no, no! I'm on the Rams. the The James Conner injury scares me, man. They're gonna be punting a lot. I feel they got uh, the Rams have a Koopa and a Puka, and they're both just going to absolutely destroy the air with Matt Stafford. Um, Rams are also at home. Cardinals just let the Bengals look good for the first time this season without T. Higgins. We we all knew that the Cardinals were one of the worst teams in the league. They covered in the beginning. Now we're starting to see cracks. So let's just let the Rams roll. Prop bet in this game. I think there's more Packers fans at this game than Rams or Cardinals fans. <laughs> yep. Packers fans are everywhere. These fans don't exist. Some are in right. St. Louis still. Yeah, you're um, right. Are watching their baseball team succeed. <laughs> the Eagles had uh, New York to face the Jets. Jets were seven-point home dogs. Over-under set at 41. Guys, I'm going to stay on the Eagles train. I'm going to stay on the Eagles train. I know they haven't been looking great. Um, you know who else hasn't been looking great? The Jets. <laughs> I mean, they just got that win was a Nathaniel Hackett win against Denver. Both teams look terrible. Um, Eagles defensive line, I think, is going to get to Zach Wilson, and there's, they're going to make this game ugly. Jets are going to be able to keep it um, not by losing by 50, like Denver and Miami, but the Eagles are just so much better on every side of the ball. Give me the Eagles. Wyatt, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to roll with the Jets, unfortunately. Yeah. I'll take them at home plus a touchdown. Uh, I have been kind of fading Eagles spread all year. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, they, just, they just don't look great. The Jets obviously are not a great team. Showed some fight in a very emotional game. We talked about it on the live la or on Monday. But 
Give me a them plus a touchdown. I think the Eagles ultimately win this game by four or five points. I'll go I'll go the over of 41 to make it entertaining. I've taken a lot of unders, but I'll go the over in this one. Yeah. Yeah, Jets plus seven at home with that defense. I like it. Uh, my only worry and probably what's going to keep me from betting this game is that last week meant so much to them with the uh, Nathaniel Hackett, Sean Payton BS. Um, so I think they did put a lot of effort into beating Denver. But, yeah, I trust this um, defense. I mean, this is a hill I'm going to die on. It was like Cincinnati last year. I just keep fading Philly. They're just going to keep covering, and I'm just going to die and go 3-14 and 14 on the year fading them. Um, but the one time I jump off them is probably when they fail to cover. So I'm going to keep fading Philly this week. Um, Philly was in L.A. last week. Now it's to travel all the way back uh, to New York. So basically as far across the country as you can get there. Um, and then they have Miami on deck on Sunday night football, then at Washington for a rematch of the game. They just played, I believe last weekend um, and then Dallas. So two divisional games there after primetime with Miami um, again, just don't think Philly really cares about the jets in this game. AFC NFC said that a few times tonight, uh, 73% of the money on Philly. Yeah, I agree with you why. I think Philly wins this game by four or five points, somewhere in there. I think seven's just a little too much. I'll go under 41. Uh, if it stays under, that gives us even more value, getting seven points with New York. So we'll see. I hope they lose outright, but Philly by four. Jets to cover. All right, let's get to your guys' Lions. Lions head down to Tampa Bay to face the Bucks. Bucks are three-point home dogs. Over-under set at 43 and a half. Ethan, where are you going with your Lions, man? I, I heard that Calvin Johnson, when he worked there, that there were a bunch of bums there. There's no bums there now. No more bums. Where'd the bums go? Where are they? They're in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is also a hill I'll probably keep dying on, but I like Tampa. I just cannot stop fading mm. Detroit. I don't know why. I just... Luckily, I'm not betting against Detroit. I've kind of sworn off betting against Detroit because I just want to root for them this year as a fan, not a, against them as a better. Um, so I haven't lost money fading them, but I keep go, getting it wrong on this show. Uh, but, yeah, I just think plus three, a little too much for Tampa at home off the bye. Uh, Tampa's looked pretty good. Um, Lions obviously looked really good. I'm kind of buying on both these teams right now, so this is just a tough matchup. play I really like is the under 43 and a half. Bet the Lions under last week. Wasn't even close, but – uh, there's some early scoring, the Laporta trick play, the Hutchinson pick that set him up in great field uh, position. Um, kind of just got that one up and over the total pretty early. So I think this one stays under. Detroit has the top run defense, and I know Tampa likes to try to get their run game going. Um, Detroit is going to try to get their run game going with Montgomery. It's been working for them all year. Tampa's defensive strength is their run defense. I believe they're 10th in the NFL. Um, so I just think both teams run the ball a lot with not much success. Uh, yeah, I think I'm a week late on the under here, but really like the under 43 and a half. Yeah, I completely agree with everything you just said. Tampa Bay plus three. I think Tampa Bay honestly wins it all right. So I may, I, again, I'm a Lions fan. I may take Tampa Bay sprinkle on the money line. Um, love the under, love the under a lot. Um, two decently defensive teams, I believe. Um, I know the Lions don't have a great defense, but it just, it just seems like an under game. Um, Lions can't keep their scoring like they're scoring. 
Um, so love the under. I think it's going to be like 16-19 Tampa Bay. So I'll take Tampa Bay at plus three, but I think they win it outright. Well, I am completely on the other side. I see this being <laughs> an over, over with that. the <laughs> with Tampa Bay. Um, take all my Lions shit, man. I don't deserve it. <laughs> hey, I got a spot right here for you, Ethan. <laughs> Whatever you said. Um, I, yeah, I'm taking the Lions too. I love that it's three because I don't know if it was three and a half if I'd take that. I feel like this is about as much as it could be. Um, I think the Bucks are going to score coming off the bye, but if you guys, I don't, did my reaction article come out today? It might be coming out tomorrow. It came out today. Detroit is a top three team in the NFC. You guys are going to be a top three seed. And I think number four is going to be Tampa Bay. So you guys are going to win this game. I'm going to say you guys win it by four. Okay. I hope Um, you're right. And yeah, if you agree with Ben and you don't like the three and a half, you like the three, I believe the three is minus 118. The plus three on Tampa is minus 102. So this likely does go to three and a half. So yeah, find a three if you like Detroit, but it probably sooner rather than later. It feels like it's going that way, doesn't it? It does. Give me Tampa. Uh, Before we go to this next game, because who plays in this next game? The Giants and Bills. We had a Giants bet last week. Didn't we, Wyatt? We sure did. We sure did. It did not pan out to how I wanted that game to go, but we <laughs> definitely had a we had a little wager on that one. We did. And what we ended up doing is Wyatt made a TikTok for us. Me and Ethan have not seen it yet. We're going to watch it so you guys can get a live reaction. I was not expecting. I don't know if you guys could tell, but I was naked. (laughs) You could kind of see my ass. Oh my god, dude, that is hilarious. Watch again. I'm telling you, I'm just, can we stop the show? I'm just gonna keep watching this. It's a great ass. <laughs> Why that face, yeah. too, man? You gave it everything. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that is good. <laughs> Why good job, man? Good job, buddy. Oh. Yeah, hopefully the neighbors saw me making that with my ass hanging out of an apron. <laughs> oh, God, that was hilarious. Go, go give us some love on TikTok and wherever it's posted, guys. Let's talk you about this. You to ass, head over to TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not blurred either. Yeah. Not clickbait. The Giants head to Buffalo to face the Bills. Bills are 14-point favorites. Over-under set at 44-and-a-half. Wyatt, how are you feeling about the Giants this week? Well, I've been on the Giants a couple times now. Has not worked. They are 1-4. and four. Uh, They obviously, I think they covered the spread in their one win. Uh, their losses, I don't think they've covered. Um, they're getting smoked. Uh, Danny Dimes is out. 
a couple other guys are out. I was seeing like there's a bunch of dudes out. Uh, Saquon's supposedly to be back in a more uh, – he's going to play in a more – and you know, get more snaps than he has been from his injury. This spread which should be 17 and a half, 18 and a half. It should be, it should be massive. I understand it's Buffalo who plays teams close, but then also blows teams out. I always say I don't love double digit favorites in the NFL. I have to go Buffalo here. I'll take up my minus 14. I love the idea of taking the Giants here because of a backup quarterback. A lot of injuries kind of goes to Ethan's theory here. I also love double digit dogs in the NFL. Also goes with my theory that this game should be like at 17 and a half, 16 and a half, and it's not. So it, it seems square, but I'm going to take Buffalo. I think Buffalo just blows this out of the water. And I also just can't get back on the Giants this quick. So give me Buffalo. Um, I'll take the over as well. I think Buffalo might score 38 plus points, maybe like a 38 to 7 game. Um, I could say, yeah, that's at 45. So I'll take Buffalo, just an annihilation of the Giants. Yeah, Wyatt, I think you were a day late and a dollar short on the Giants here. I like the Giants Ooh. to cover. I do. Um, yeah, I think 14 is too many. Uh, uh, Daniel Jones, I don't believe, is fully ruled out. Um, I know he didn't practice today, but might play. If he plays at plus 14, I like it. If not, this probably goes 16, uh, maybe 16 and a half. Uh, injured player like that even more. Um, yeah, I just think. I don't know. I think New York is just due to cover here. Um, Miami was kind of had that get right game against them last week. Um, and I mean, the tough part is that Buffalo lost in London. So I think they could kind of want to come in here prime time and blow New York out for their get right game. However, it's a tougher travel spot. They're at New England for a divisional game on deck. Um, and then I mentioned it, I think two weeks ago, but New York's been blown out twice now on prime time. I just think they're completely over it. I think um, that was kind of my reason for taking Miami last week. I think they're a little bit more concerned with this game. They don't want to get blown out um, for a third primetime game. So I just think they find a way to keep this one close. Um, so I do like New York quite a bit, plus the 14. I'll lean under 44 and a half. Um, I also think two years ago, Buffalo lost a terrible game to the Jags when the Jags were trash. I think it was nine to six was the final in that game. Um Ended up costing me their win total over that year. I ended up pushing uh, instead of winning because they lost that game. And I think it carried over, and I think they lost their next game after that, if I remember correctly. Um, not going to lose here to New York, but, yeah, I just don't like the spot for Buffalo. So I think this game's closer uh, than 14 points. So I like the Giants and the under. Yeah, let me <clears throat> let me cut in right here. I was wrong. You were right. They were out of practice, not ruled out, but they were out at practice today. And that was Daniel Jones, Darren Waller. Left tackle, Andrew Thomas. Center, John Michael Schmitz. Wide receiver, Wondell Robinson. Outside linebacker, Azizi something last time. Offensive tackle, Matt Pert. Um, so a lot of injuries. That was out at practice. I misread that. I thought that meant out at the game. But that was out at practice today or Wednesday. Good thing for the Giants. Their backups can't be much worse than their starters. So That's fair. That's fair. You know, I actually talked to the – uh, CEO of DraftKings today, and this line's actually an error, guys. It's supposed to be minus 41, but the dude was <laughs> dyslexic. <laughs> he accidentally typed in 14, and at minus 41, I would still take the bills. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Now you're talking like Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, dude, the Giants, they're so bad, man. They, they got blown out by Seattle. 
I, I don't see how they can even stay competitive in this game. I, in that same article I was just talking about, I said that any New York Giants quarterback should file a lawsuit for an unsafe workplace because behind that offensive line is just mayhem. And this entire team, like Wyatt was saying, they're banged up. It might have been quicker for him just to say the ones that did practice in full. Um <laughs> I'm out, man. I, I'm so out on the Giants. I don't know if I'll even pick them again at any point this year. Uh, Bill's coming off a loss to the Jags, too. So that that hurt. That hurt. They're going to come in and just blow the doors off the Giants. I feel bad for Dable. I really do, because I feel like he overachieved so much with this team last year, and this whole team just seems like they're ready to quit and be done. Yep. They weren't even good last year either. Word. No. Yeah, overachieved yeah. for sure. Mm. Yeah. Monday night, the Cowboys head to Los Angeles to face the Chargers. Chargers are two-point home dogs. Over-under sit at 50 and a half. What do we think of, guys? Ethan, what do you think about this game? Dallas just got blown out. Chargers coming off a bye. Yeah, um, tough to come back on Dallas after that game that we just saw on Sunday night football. Um, but I do like Dallas in this game. Uh, I'd rock with the money line. I wouldn't mess with the two point spread here, but for the graphic, I will take Dallas minus two. Um, yeah, Dak Prescott said that, uh, after the Arizona game, that was the most humbled he had ever been. Uh, and then after this game, he recanted that statement said, no, this is the most humbled I've ever been. Well, after the Arizona game, he blew out the Patriots, which we're seeing is pretty easy to do. Um, but I think they come out with some fire in this game. I think they put up a lot of points. And even though the Patriots defense isn't great, even though they did have Judon and Christian Gonzalez in that game, uh, the Chargers defense is not good whatsoever. So I don't think Dallas is going to struggle to score points here. Um, Like you said, Chargers off the bye. So they did have more time to prepare for this. But um, again, I kind of think the Chargers are getting priced similarly to uh, the Bengals where – we feel like the Chargers should be this year and where we kind of want them to be. They just haven't really shown it to me. Their coaching is obviously questionable at best, uh, probably maybe the worst coach in the NFL. Um, they'll probably hand Dallas a couple points just on stupid fourth down plays in their own territory. Um, yeah, so it's tough, but I think Dallas does come out with fire. Um, I'm also not going to downgrade Dallas for getting blown out in San Francisco against the best team in the NFL. Uh it's happening to most teams. I believe San Fran's covered like 16 of their last 18 home games I heard today. So just incredible there. But um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, they lost to San Francisco. Big whoop. Everyone's losing to San Francisco. So I still think Dallas is a really good team. Still think the Chargers are kind of a fade. Chargers 60% of the money, which isn't a ton. But um, I did kind of think Dallas would be the public play here. They're not, which makes me like it a little bit more. Um, and again, I like the over 50 and a half. I think Dallas puts up 30 plus themselves. The Chargers are able to score too. Um, and then just some of the quotes around there too. I know Micah Parsons was pretty fired up. Um, he's ready to go out there and make some plays. So yeah, I like Dallas quite a bit in this game and the over. Love Dallas as well. Um, we spoke earlier on the live about uh, one of the players you really liked and it was uh, Dallas. So I jumped on Dallas uh, on the money line as well, but I like them at minus two. Uh, like the over as well, a lot, 50 and a half. My favorite bet, however, and it's going to be a big, big risky one here. I love Dallas defensive touchdown in this game. Um, we all know 
Dallas is known for their defense, and they were nowhere to be found against San Fran. Um, looked terrible. No quarterback pressure. No like res- or corners and safeties miss leaving guys wide open. Pathetic. Um, they're pissed off. We know Michael's pissed off. We know um, a couple other guys are pissed off. I know they have um, Diggs is out, but I think the guys are going to step up. And we've seen how irresponsible as Herbert is with the ball, as well as the play calling of um, Staley as well. So I think Staley is going to put his guys in bad situations. I think Dallas is going to capitalize. I could see one, maybe two pick sixes or um, fumble recovery for six. So um, or kickoff special teams touchdown as well. So I love Dallas defensive touchdown. I don't have the exact odds for that. I can tweet it out. But I think Dallas wins this one. Um, I think I also like whatever their team total is. I like that a lot. I think I agree with you, Ethan, that they could score 30 to close to 40 points in this game. So love Dallas. Um, love the over. Uh, love defensive touchdown as well. Well, I had a buddy that was actually at the game last week, the Niners versus the uh, the Cowboys. And he said he did find the Cowboys defense. They're on the side of a milk carton. <laughs> Um, but no, it's going to be around Dallas for us, guys. It's going to be around Dallas. It just, you guys kind of said everything perfectly. Cowboys are the play to be here. And it's surprising that they're not the public play. Mm-hmm. I think people are really leaning into that. The Chargers are coming off a bye, which it makes sense if you're playing against Kyle Shanahan or Andy Reid that spent that week well. Chargers also, I believe, have the Chiefs on deck, correct? They do. I forgot to mention that. And Dallas has a buy on deck. So, yeah. Yeah. Love Dallas. Love Dallas this week. All right. We want to get into some of our big three. Squad ride first, then big three. Uh, works for me. Or big three first. We could do, we could do squad ride. We could do okay. squad ride. What do we think, you guys? We liked Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we liked Denver. I believe all of us liked Denver. I think so, yeah. We, did. we liked, I think all of us, did we all like Seattle? We did. I definitely like Seattle and Dallas more than I like Denver. Right. Agreed. I th- Yeah, I think I like Dallas the best. I'm good with that. I'm going to go with Dallas. Dallas minus okay. two currently. What are the, What is their money line? Just out of curiosity, it was at minus one thirty at one point. Yeah. Okay. And then minus cool one ten or minus two. Yeah. You just want to do money line? I'm cool with money line. Cool. Yeah. One thirty. One thirty is respectable. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that that way too, you don't have to worry about the pain in the ass. You right. Know, I'm not covering. So let's do Dallas money line. Okay. Love it. All right. I've got two of my big three, so hopefully I get my third one by the time you guys tell me what yours are. So, Wyatt, you want to start? Yeah, I can go. I will take Tampa Bay at plus three against the Lions. I'll go Chicago just straight up on the money line against the Vikings. Right. Oh, what was the one I liked? I'll go the under in the Car- or, sorry, Rams-Cardinals, 48 and a half. Um, I will take Indy plus the four. I think they win that one outright. Uh. San Fran Cleveland under 37 and a half. Love that play. Two top defenses. And then this is quickly becoming maybe my favorite play or one of my favorite plays of the weekend. Uh Detroit Tampa under 43 and a half. I love Niners minus seven and Bills minus the 14. I just think both those games are going to be blowouts. Uh you know what? I'll actually take Broncos plus the 10 and a half. I like it. Fade my own team. I am as well. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. Can't do it anymore. I always lose. This is actually <laughs> decent. <laughs> I'll never fade Michigan, but I will sometimes fade the Lions. I think to. historically it's probably been profitable for you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's done me well. <laughs> well, guys, head over to bettergreen.com so you can read some of our articles, get some of our merch over there. Uh, thank you to SeatGeek for sponsoring us. If you use our code BETTERGREEN, you guys get $20 off your first purchase. And thank you also to Bainbridge Labradoodles. Ethan, Mr. E. Bainbridge 26, tell me about these dogs. Yeah, really great family pets, uh, non-shedding, hypoallergenic, um, smaller than your standard Labradoodle. They're about 15 to 35 pounds. Um, can range a little bit bigger than that, but that's typically what you're going to get. Um, yeah, just really, really great family pets. Check them out, BainbridgeLabradoodles.com. Uh, let them know that we sent you. You'll get 10% off of a puppy. Holidays are right around the corner. No better time to start looking into a new pet. Why? Do you know any other place that you can buy a best friend? <laughs> um no if we were getting paid i would say probably that <laughs> that's true <laughs> that's true you can buy friends at better and great <laughs> yeah i'll message you a couple times a day for 50 bucks a week <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's get into the ethan's bench clears what do we have today ethan we're doing video game franchises and the order today is ethan Wyatt Ben? Yes, sir. Okay. How many are we doing? You want to do three? That's fine. That works for me. All right. Well, in that case, I will go with... Man, I'm such a square. I hate having the first pick on this one because I just feel like all mine are going to get taken in the next four. Um... (laughs) Screw it. I'll do Call of Duty. Just nice. too fun, man. Just brings me right back to high school, hopping on after school every day, throwing the homework to the side, saying I'll do that at lunch tomorrow, and just gaming with your buddies for hours on end. Uh, yeah. I actually haven't been like super into the Call of Duty games other than Modern Warfare 2. That was my heyday. Loved that game. That's cool. um, oh, man. Just loved it when it was out and popular. Yeah, COD, that's my childhood. Love that one. That's my number one on the list. So good pick. Uh, I'm going to go because I think this one's probably going to be taken by the next time I'm back around. I'm going to go Madden. Um, Obviously, I think that's probably a number two, especially with how much we love football. So I'll go Madden. Uh, I think I've had every single Madden since 2004 with Mike Vick. So, yes. I love it. I'm a little surprised you didn't go to the NCAA ones. He's such a college guy. Yeah, I mean, it, they just haven't made one since, like, 12. Yeah. 2012, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I'm going to go Fallout for my first one. Just love those games. I, I, they're a little bit um, less played than I think the other two, but just love the atmosphere of those. And then I'm a fan of, like, horror games, but I'm a little bit too much of a pussy to do the really scary ones, so I'll do just, like, Resident Evil, and, like, those are enough for me. Slender. I have done Slender. I have done Slender before. That one that one almost seems like feels like more of a meme than anything. <laughs> yeah. Game's fun for what it is. It is. It really is. Back up to me. Yep. Yes. Okay, I'll do a childhood favorite and that is Halo. 
big fan oh, of Halo. Yeah. I had the Xbox back in the day. It's, it's only allowed on Xbox. So big Halo guy. Um, Halo 3 was my favorite. Um, was a little too young to start getting into Halo 1, Halo 2. Um, loved Halo 3. And then there was a couple other Halo. There was a Halo 4. There was a Halo Reach. Um, but loved the, loved the franchise. Great game. Boys, I've never played Halo. Really? Oh, it's like, I've just been a PlayStation guy. Mm-hmm. It was iconic. It was iconic to the first person person shooter. It was a great. Yeah, yeah. I know if I three. if I played it, I would have loved it. But, yeah. um, yeah, Madden was gonna be my number two. Also, those were like my yeah. two jams: COD and Madden. Yeah. Um, I'll go to a another childhood one. Uh, Pokemon, absolutely loved them. On the Game uh, Boy. Game Boy. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I got I got my Game Boy still. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> really. But I tend now if I ever play, which I haven't in a few years, but uh, there's an emulator on your phone that you can get. You can like super mm. speed so you can talk to people quick and walk quicker. And yeah. Um, yeah. Pokemon. I mean, to me, it's just iconic. My brother and I would play all the time. My cousins would play. Um, yeah. Big one for me when I was younger. And then I will go to Mario. Um, I'm going to say. I guess I don't know the exact franchise here, but I'm just going to say Super Mario. Uh, like the ones where you like travel mm-hmm. to different maps and you got to yeah. beat those maps, you know, and then save Peach and yeah, yeah all that. Great game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, you can't go wrong in the Mario franchise. They've done a phenomenal job with that. I love Mario Kart, love Super Smash Bros, all that. But the OG Super Mario World, maybe is what it's called. Yeah. Uh, love those games. Yeah, I'm going to go back to, so I lied a little bit about Madden. I've had every game from like 04 to like 13. And then from like, I didn't buy them all from uh, now until back then. But what I did buy every single year since high school is FIFA. So love FIFA. Uh, it's actually a new name now. I think it's EAFC or something like that. Some BS really? name, but love FIFA. Um, I've gotten every single game since 2013, I think. I have like three. And I did. I was trying to look up my third one, and then all of a sudden, all of them started rushing back. We can go one more if you want. I'll figure something out. Why do you got one more in you? I got one more. Okay, then I will go Medal of Honor. I mean that this is GameCube days. We're talking before <laughs> the Xbox and stuff. I that was like the game that you play with like your boys when it's. Like you have like a sleepover, everybody's got the pizza Mountain Dew, and you're like eight years old. It's fucking, it's it's a great time, dude. And then uh, give me like the James Bond games. Ooh, great! The pick. multiplayer with that was great just pick. insane. 007. Pick. Yeah. 007. That's a, that's the one I got right here on my phone right now. My last one. I'm gonna go to the most iconic game in college, and that is probably the most or iconic game of all time for this type of game, and that is Fortnite. Oh, of course. Sucker for Fortnite. Battle Royale. The egg. Great game. Great game. The egg. The egg. <laughs> the egg. I, I, we played Fortnite every single day in college. Right when it, oh, there's a lot of memories with Fortnite. Oh, I bet. That game brought everyone back. It used to be the Call of Duty it people. Did. Now everyone was getting back on Fortnite. Like, it was so fun just playing with everyone. There were 10 people online at the same time. So much fun. Yeah. It's hard to do that anymore. It really like, is. everybody on, it's like impossible. Right. All right, I will round us out here um, with a game to me that was iconic in college. Um, 
and that's because my buddies and I would all grab a case of beer and play till the wee hours in the morning. Uh, NHL, absolutely oh, yeah. love multiplayer NHL with your boys. Nothing better. Uh, you all just line up and play some scrub online and just destroy them. Um, Did yeah, you call it Chell? Chell, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. Yep. I was a big Chell guy in high school. Loved the Ultimate Team. I thought I never got too big into FIFA. I know I, or I think FIFA is kind of like the where the Ultimate Team began, I believe. Uh, but yeah, I loved Chell's version so. of the Ultimate Team. Uh, loved the whole buying and selling aspect, and yeah, carried over to just loving the multiplayer with your boys. So rounded out with that, and it's NHL season. Had to be in there. Also, they have the best customization, too. I mean, you can customize the jerseys, the stadium, way better than any of the other sports games out there. Yeah. I think Madden is pitiful. Yeah. I I truly believe Madden has gone downhill since, like, the 2010s. Yeah. I still like it. I mean, it's it's Madden. But yeah. I loved the, like, the 02 to 09 great games yeah it's you feel like a sucker that you're just buying the like roster update every year for 60 bucks but (laughs) (laughs) dude how do you not though as like a big nfl fan how do you not i still you guys oh wait i got calvin johnson as a rookie (laughs) that's nice dude (laughs) that is really nice uh you guys got anything else before we get out of here I do not. I do not. Uh, again, college football is, well, I guess I do. College football is full swing uh, every single day for the next 60 days, I believe. Um, Wednesday night or Tuesday night, I posted articles. Uh, good thing you didn't read them because they uh, didn't win a bet. Um, Wednesday, I just posted two articles and I will have a couple articles for Thursday and Friday. And then uh, as always, we have our Friday um college football show. So make sure you check out the college football. Don't forget about it. I know we're in full swing of all the sports. Um, but I'm still a pretty big college football guy. So I try to get you guys as much info as you can on those games to make the best decisions on your bets. Yeah, uh, very true. A um, lot of college football going on right now. So, uh, yeah, definitely be on the lookout for our, the Friday show. Last week we did really well with our Friday picks. So looking yeah. to keep that going. Um, and then, yeah, last thing I'll say, uh, Ben and I do have this bet, Cleveland versus San Francisco. It's scary to say that I'm going against San Francisco, but um, yeah, let us know if there's anything you want to see us do. If not, we'll figure out some um, content creation to make for the loser, Ben. But uh, yeah, other than that, boys, let's have another great weekend. Uh, I'm ready to win in the NFL. Haven't been doing it since week one. Ready to make it happen. Absolutely, man. Why? Thank you for making that video, man. It is gonna be one of my all-time favorite tiktok videos (laughs) (laughs) it is absolutely hilarious um and guys if you're not over on bettergreen.com you're not getting the full better and green experience so you guys need to head over there make a profile it's free then you guys can get notified whenever we post an article uh get some of our merch too guys Mm -hmm. while you're over there we are currently um started a thing this past week if you're not following us on socials yet make sure you guys do but we are choosing a fan of the month every month and we're sending you guys a free koozie and 25% off our store. And how you win fan of the month is like our post, comment, interact with us, like these, make sure you're subscribed. The more you do and interact, the more we know you guys and the 
more likely we are to send you guys some free stuff. we got a whole bunch of it just sitting around. We're ready to send it to you guys to make sure you guys get in on that. Besides that, guys, I'm excited for another week of football, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace, guys. Later, guys. See you guys. You better start listening to the Better in Green podcast. You will not regret it. Trust me, trust me, trust me. And hey, I'm Dean Blandino. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Better in Green. Hey. To Better in Green. Hey. To Better in Green. Hey, listen in and cash out. That's what it's all about. Come on, let's make cash now. We always on spot and we cover all spot from the bottom to the top. Hey. Shout out to Ethan, shout out to Wyatt, shout out to Ben. Welcome, welcome to our podcast. Better win green.